Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Jason Munns, kind enough to join us each and every Monday on the program. Munns, what are we listening to? Jeffrey, this is uh, this is the great dinosaur junior. This song is called "I Know It Oh So Well," and it's off their fantastic "I Bet on Sky" LP. Do you have a? Well, first, let's start here. Are we going to have a touchdown tonight in Saints Bucks? Jeffrey, I'm just going to be honest with you. You've, you, you've, moved, you've moved on to the draft. I've been a bad fan, and uh, uh, isn't that though? Isn't that what Andy Dalton does tonight. though? Andy Dalton just makes you not care. Like Andy Dalton, you yeah. know what I mean? Like there's just no, like it's not that there's anything particularly wrong with him as a person. It's like if we're going to play him, what is the point of getting invested? <laughs> him and Dennis Allen as yeah. head coach, both. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just, I've, I've unplugged. I've unplugged for temporarily. Yes. All right. Let's go. So, ba- I, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen tonight. All right, let's get to the Tigers. That's what most people care about. Let's start with Saturday night. What did you make of it? I thought it was great, you know. I mean, they came out uh, with their foot uh, hammered down on the gas pedal, uh, went up 30-8, to eight, I think was their largest lead. Um, you know, uh, Ole Miss had a couple of uh, minor runs in them uh, there in the second half, but um, – you know, I mean, Memphis being the veteran team that it is, they never let it get super close. I think nine points was as close as it ever got. Um, but no, I mean, like that's that's what that's that's the way good teams perform. Is at home they they take control and they maintain control and um, they do everything they're supposed to do. Uh, they they hit their free throws. You know, the veterans. Come through. I mean, but the big takeaways. I mean, I was, I was like, I thought we were going to have a triple double. I thought we were going to have the yep. fourth ever triple double in school history when DeAndre Williams went into halftime with six points, ten rebounds, and seven assists. I thought it's it's a lock, um, but you know, didn't work out that way. Although he finished with what sixteen points, uh, fourteen rebounds. 
17 but there you go so um yeah he he looked fantastic alex lomax looked really really good himself uh you know those those are really the big storylines to me was just how well deandre williams and alex lomax played i think the other thing for me is while kendrick i think was key down the stretch hitting free throws but it certainly mm-hmm. wasn't like kendrick dominated the game offensively i think what it showed me is as long as either DeAndre plays well or Kendrick plays well, the floor is very high for the Tigers. I'm not saying they're going to win every game as long. I think if they both play well, I think it's likely the Tigers win just about every game on the schedule other than maybe Alabama, Auburn, and Houston. But other than that, I think if they both play well, I I find it hard to believe they're going to lose beyond that. But like to me, it still showed as long as one of them plays well, and the others, at least on the floor, feels like the ceiling's, or at least it feels like the floor is pretty high. Gina, you know, I'm glad you added that last qualifier. Like, you know, you were saying that at least one of them plays well, but the key is the other one has to be on the floor. Because yes. if we remember, DeAndre Williams did not stick around long in that Seton Hall game, yeah. and it cost them. Like, he, he could have, if he had just stayed on the, been able to stay on the floor, yes. it felt like they would have figured out a way to win that Seton Hall game, which, as we sit here today, obviously the net rankings dropped this morning, and that Seton Hall game is a quad three loss at this stage. Don't think it's going to stay that way, but nevertheless, doesn't look great uh, on the resume as we sit here in uh, early December. But, yeah, like it's not just a matter of the two of them, you know, one or the other playing well. They both need to be on the floor uh, be available to draw attention uh, at the very least from the uh, from the opposition. So, uh, but yeah, no, I, I think you're absolutely right. I mean, like you know, Kendrick was what one of seven from three. Yep. I think four of eighteen from the field or whatever. I mean, he's hurt. He's he's he is playing hurt, and um, I think it's affecting his jump shot. Um, but the other part of it is, you know, opposing teams have kind of, you know, there's a blueprint out there. Just go at him. He's a smaller guard. Go put some big, long bodies on him, uh, more than one, preferably, uh, right when he crosses half court. And, you know, that that can cause issues, not necessarily turnovers, but it can cause, it can junk things up and, um you know, but fortunately uh, for Memphis, uh, at least this past week, I mean, this past uh, this game against Ole Miss, they had enough firepower to overcome it. The other thing I couldn't figure out on Saturday, I couldn't figure out if Ole Miss looked bad because Memphis made them look bad, or if Ole Miss is kind of what I suspected they were going to be coming into the season, which is they are much closer to an NIT team than a tournament team. Regardless, what I thought was the biggest aspect of it is Memphis, it felt like, never really let them get back in the game. They kind of had that one, like, little, you know, half-hearted, like, made a couple of shots down the stretch, but it just felt like that was more playing against the clock than anything. But I, I still could not figure out, I couldn't figure out if it said more about Memphis or if it said more about Ole Miss. Yeah, um, I mean, I guess it's possible that that both are true. That uh, you know, that Memphis is the type the type of team this season that um, 
keeps things, you know, they play under control and they yeah. keep things under control. Uh, they, they don't get out. There's not a ton of uh, hero ball going on. I mean, my goodness, if we heard, if we heard that once, we heard it a dozen times uh, throughout the first, you know, the last two or three seasons. Um, there's, there's really not any of that going on. Um, and again, they, they, so yeah, so like they're, they're playing under control and they're maintaining control uh, for the most part. And so I think that there's that side of the coin, but then also, honestly, I mean, I, I would cut Ole Miss a little bit of slack and obviously you, um, have a, a, a better, you know, your fingers on the pulse. Um, I don't think anyone's got with, their pul- fingers on the pulse of that team. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, I, because I've I've had three different people and everyone's like I I don't know man like yeah. I, but the, the kind of the consensus was that I talked to it felt like Ole Miss spent a lot of possessions not even getting a shot up yeah that does yeah. not that doesn't to me describe a good team to be fair though that could be Memphis know, it could be but also Deshaun Ruffin played mm-hmm. for the first time since when uh, he hadn't played like, all season. Well, I know, but didn't his season get cut yes. short last year too? Correct. So, may, you know, maybe not a calendar year, but darn near it. Yeah, and like you know, he's playing with Abram for the first time in a real game, and it's on the road, and it's like there's a. There's, and it was a good crowd. Yeah, it was a very good crowd, and so I don't know. Like I'm, I'm giving, I'm going to give uh, Ole Miss as we sit here. Um, eight games into the season, a slight benefit of the doubt, just because there were some extenuating circumstances surrounding this past weeks, and 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 I don't think that Ruffin is a hundred percent ready to go. Oh no, no, no! I, I most people I talked to were surprised that he played. Yeah, I mean, like you know, we're talking. Keep saying the bone bruise thing. My God, like I don't know anybody who needs a knee brace that big for a bone bruise. Yes. And I know he's coming off a knee injury from last season, but I don't know. So anyway, uh, yeah, I, I think it was. I think it's got. It speaks to to what Memphis has going on, but also, um, you know, there's some extenuating circumstances going on with Ole Miss. Net rankings come out today. Memphis is 38. I mean, it's obviously it's a content line, but I don't know. I can't really make anything one way or the other from it. Can you? No, I mean, like Sam Houston State is what seventh? Uh, yes. In the uh, in the net. That's rankings. always my favorite I mean, on the first ranking when you find out like who has been, nip- been manipulating the metrics. Yeah, I mean, like you know, God loves Southern Miss, but they're thirty-one in the net rankings. I, they just lost uh, to Northwestern State. I don't think that's going to stick. You know what I mean? Like they. They're eight and one, but they just got beat by you know Northwestern State. Correct. Um, so you know, I, I don't. I still have no idea stock. how FAU. How is FAU twenty three? Like, yeah, I don't. I don't get that either. Um, and they're like sixty something in in Ken Palm right now. Uh, I, I, I genuinely don't know for the same reason I don't quite get Texas A and M being at one twenty. Yeah. In the net ranking now, I know they're five and three and. I, I want to say one of their losses is to SMU. Um, maybe not. I don't know, maybe that's one of their wins. Uh, but anyway, it, it's 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 a little bit jumbled. I think it's, there's going to be some some serious uh, shuffling. I would bet uh, over the next couple of months. But uh, you know, based on what Memphis has done to this point, I do feel like 38 is not. I'm, I'm not going to quibble with with their spot. 
in the pecking order. Um, I mean, you know, I wouldn't quibble with it either. Either if it was around 30 to 32, that, that probably feels more like it. But, again, it, it's it, you take it with a grain of salt this early in the season. Yeah, I think that's kind of my big takeaway. I don't think Memphis has clearly done anything to hurt its position thus far. But yeah. I also don't know if, like, I've seen anything to suggest, like, I, I don't know if I've seen anything to suggest where like, you go, that's a good win. I mean, I, I think, I guess it's possible Saturday we could look back on it, but I still feel like we're at the point where it's still fair to say, I don't know with this team. And that, and what is so crazy about that is, is and, and it was legitimate chatter before the season started about how, how strong the schedule appeared yeah. preseason. Um, you know, of course, part of it was you were thinking that you had the opportunity to play an Oklahoma in Orlando. You had the opportunity to play, um, you know, a Florida State in, in Orlando. But my goodness, has this schedule ever just done a complete 180? Um, you know, Texas A&M was ranked two weeks ago, and now they're – you know, air quotes 120 in the net. Or, I mean, yeah. they literally are 120 in the net, but but they were ranked in the top 25 two weeks ago. You know that that game doesn't look very good anymore. Uh, uh, so you know, even St. Louis is, you know, like they they should probably be higher in the metrics and stuff, but like they're just not. Um, so although you know Nebraska, for heaven's sakes, they went out and. Uh, did Memphis a, a little favor by beating number seven Creighton on the road over the weekend? That uh, that was a big surprise, a nice little surprise for Memphis fans. But um, but yeah, it, it's it's just I mean like that's why these next you know the Auburn game, the Alabama game, you feel certain those are going to stay quad one. You feel certain Houston's going to stay quad one. Outside of that, boy, I mean this schedule just is not. Uh, it, it 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 doesn't look favorable from a like resume building standpoint. I mean, don't get me wrong, you know, wins against power five teams, they they're good. And you want them and 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 it's all good, but at the same time, you better make the most of these uh opportunities that you're getting against Auburn, Alabama and Houston. Well, I I guess I suppose if you want to do the the positive spin, if you're going to have the type of schedule that they do, it seems to me the most important aspect is, okay, you need to get one more of the A&M, Auburn, Alabama pocket. If you get two more, mm-hmm. great. If you could get one against Houston, awesome. But it does feel like a big part of the, the job this year will be don't have the bomb loss. And I right. think one thing we can say, one thing that I do feel like we can say about this team that we know for sure like they, you you might be able to beat them if you sh- you have a night where you shoot well, but it do- this doesn't feel like the team that I feel like has just like one or two of those just no show losses. That doesn't seem to me to be their character thus far. You're right. I mean, like they do they do come across as a very steady team. Like, yeah, maybe maybe their ceiling isn't as high as right. beating as beating like Alabama for whatever they finished up with last year, they were a, they were a team that were, that was ranked in the top 10 and had just beaten Gonzaga and Houston. 
okay, when they came into Memphis. And Memphis beat them. So that was like a – and they, like, you know, took it to them kind of. Yeah, I was uh, saying it was kind of like – it was kind of butt-kicking. Yeah, and like so – you know, like that—that—that that still feels, even though Alabama sort of tailed off a little bit, that still feels like a really, really big accomplishment for that team last season. This team, I'm not so sure has. Ha, I mean, I—I I think it's possible they could get a win like that, but it, but over the course, you know, over the course of a long enough timeline, I think their ceiling might be slightly lower than that sort of win. But also their floor is a lot higher. Like I don't think that they're going to. You know, they're not a team that's going to go out and beat a, a top ten Alabama team and then lose a little bit later to whoever it was East Carolina. Pick yeah. Curious, you know what Georgia. I mean? <laughs> yeah, Georgia. Yeah, I mean, like you know, of course there was injuries and a lot of freshmen, and we all we all remember, um, you know, the circumstances uh, around a lot of those losses. That uh, that people used, but um, but no, I, I still think that this team, the way it's built and the way it's you know the way it's playing so far, I, I don't, I do not, you know, I think the likelihood of them, you know, going out and just laying a big fat egg and stinking up the joint against whether it's East Carolina or South Florida or you know whoever. I think that's pretty unlikely. What's the latest with Demar A. Franklin? Well, you know, Penny said after the game Saturday that um, the NCAA had to go. You know, there's a process to this whole thing, and you know, Memphis, <laughs> there always Memphis, is. Yeah, Memphis applied for a mental health waiver for um, Demar A. Franklin, basically stating that he 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 needed to leave UIC for the betterment of his mental health, essentially. And there were reasons behind it. And um, the NCAA had to go to UIC to, you know, say, Does this, is this right? And what Penny said Saturday is that UIC um, attested to uh, what Memphis was claiming and what Demari Franklin was claiming. And so, like, that, that's a big hurdle that they crossed, that UIC is not going to, like, object, you know, to, uh, to, to the waiver claim, but, or to the waiver request. But um, I talked to somebody this morning, a source within the program, that basically said, you know, even though that's all true, this is still a bit, a bit of a slow process, that the NCAA is still going through the documentation that uh, Memphis provided them, and that it, it, it could be this week. It's probably not going to be today or tomorrow. Um, could be this week, but you know, this this person's gut told them um, at best later this week, at worst, possibly even next week. Obviously, they they would prefer it to have you know for him to have been eligible the whole time. Yeah. Has has the length of time that he has missed surprised them? I don't know. Um, I think what surprised them was that. UIC and its administration stuck to their guns. I think that's yeah. what surprised me. I think they kind of put their eggs in the basket. They of, thought put the pressure on them, they'll 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 cowtail. Right, one way or another, whatever you know, however it got done, I think they thought that that would get done, and it, it you know they for for better or worse for their future, um, they did stick to their guns. 
Um, and so I think that that's why this might be dragging out a little bit longer is because they did not submit the, you know, they didn't want to go, they didn't want to have to go down the mental health waiver route. Um, and because UIC never, never came off of it, uh, they had to, they, they, you know, they got a little bit of a late start and, um, and so I think that's, that's probably why it's, I, I don't think that once the, once they got to this point, once they, realized that, okay, we're going to have to go to plan B. I don't think that they thought it would be a snap your fingers deal. Jason, we appreciate it, buddy. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Jeff. That is Jason Munns of the Commercial Appeal. Again, you can go read his latest work at (sighs) commercialappeal.com. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.